episode of fade us all the boys are back again hopefully you enjoyed listening to last week it sounded like it was a lot better quality so we're going to stick with this week got the square you got frankie overs the godfather and johnny parlays sports are back we made it through a week with sports they're ramping up even more this week we got more ufc nascar golf bundesliga soccer we got all kinds of stuff that we're looking forward to this week gentlemen how are we? Much better than before. I mean, you just Amen. listed off a, quite a few of things that I like to do is enjoying watching sports. Uh, some stuff I can gamble on. Not sure what to do with soccer. Uh, still don't know how to gamble on that, but I'm sure uh, Johnny's got some information for us on that. Otherwise, uh, I'm very, very good at golf. Uh, I'm the best, maybe, uh, that's ever lived. Uh, I spent about 15 minutes in my backyard working on my grip for my driver, and I am hitting absolute bombs. Phil Mickelson would be so proud of me. I could probably outdrive him right now. I'd probably be, you know, maybe top five on the tour right now in driving distance, so Ooh. I'm feeling pretty good. Putting has been great, too. Uh, everything 100 yards to the green, uh, that needs quite a bit of work. That's where most of my strokes are going, but, man, like, I'm ready to take the tour. Jeez. Gotta love it. Frankie, you're back to work, finally. Yeah, life's getting back to a little bit normal. Like, uh, a lot of restaurants down here have, like, their patio stuff open in Florida. That's every single restaurant. So, uh, things are getting to be a little normal. Um, I'm a little tired tonight. Uh, work, is, work sucks. <laughs> um, being up early is super bad. Uh, but, uh, but sports are coming back. We're, we're getting there. Like you can see the light, you can see the light. Poured on at work today. You're back to work. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess like the thing with my job is I like it in the sense that I'm outside all day. Obviously, don't like getting dumped on in a monsoon. But uh, you know, kind of as the two before me said. I mean, it's not like the A-list sports probably that um would rile up. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just something. I mean, obviously, I'm looking forward to this golf match on Sunday. Um, as the resident soccer guy here, I'm pumped for Saturday. Um, and as Frankie said, I mean, even though, like, the light's dim, I mean, there's at least a light that we've seen for the first time in, what, like two months, I think? Right. So, it's something. Yeah, it's been forever. Thank God that we, we have something back. I won my first UFC bet. Woo! In fucking time. <laughs> I was over. Slump buster. The slump buster. I was over my last seven public picks. 
Oh. An O for my last nine picks that I had sent you guys. Oh, man. Jesus. Oh, I'm going to run through them real quick. <laughs> Johnny Walker KO plus 115. That was when he just did not know how to wrestle. Uh, and then that comes to this past weekend, Michelle Waterson plus 125. Godfather, I know you threw on that. That was a fucking robbery. Um, she got absolutely hosed in that fight. Definitely won. What did you think? Uh, I still haven't figured out the scoring system, but <laughs> Michelle Waterson looked like she kicked some ass. The karate hottie, yeah, she kicked some fucking ass in that and got robbed. My poor mother, who hates watching this shit, I made her sit through it. It's like, she fucking lost? Why the fuck did we sit through that? This is fucking rigged. And I, I'd have to fucking agree with her, because that one was bad. But what was worse was the next one was Cowboy Cerrone. He got he, he got completely robbed. He lost by his, what was the score of one? Each judge had him, or two of the judges had him losing by one, and he got poked in the eye, which is obviously illegal, and he lost it because of that. That was uh, the ref obviously let the fight go, and what the fuck? Yeah, he got fucking hosed. So that was another <laughs> loss for me. I had Alexi Olenek via submission plus 600. His nickname is a boa constrictor. All he does is submit people. Was not even remotely close to a submission at all during the fight. But he did win. <laughs> uh, Jorgen DeCastro. I don't know who the fuck that guy is, but I'll never bet on him again. I always I always bet against Greg Hardy because he's a scumbag. But this dude was nice. fucking awful. Uh, Dominic Cruz plus 160. Got stopped in the second round. I thought it was an early stoppage, maybe a quick stoppage, uh, but he lost. Tony Ferguson, win by uh. KO, plus 200. I thought this was like, you know, I've lost all my bets tonight. I still have the ringer in Tony. That's going to come through. Nope. He got fucking decimated by Justin. Yeah. Absolutely outclassed. Just destroyed to win the, the interim belt there at lightweight. And then on Wednesday night, I had Andre Arlovsky and Felipe Linz under a round and a half. Arlovsky had just been getting knocked out left and right. I was like, oh, this guy's a newcomer. He was a champion in the previous uh, fight promotion that he fought for. I could see under one and a half rounds. Nope, boring as fuck. Went all the way to the distance. Ovin St. Prue plus 350 to win by submission. Uh, All that dude does is submit people as a light heavyweight. Moves up to heavyweight. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's going to get to show his skills against some of these less talented, less athletic guys. No, he would look like a fucking fat slob and couldn't do anything. Lost that bet. And then finally, all it took was some guy's teeth falling out for me to get a win in Glover Teixeira. The 40-year-old absolutely decimated Anthony Smith. I don't know if you guys saw the clips online of him telling his cornerman that his teeth were literally falling out. And there's a clip where he takes his hand and he reaches to the referee and he literally hands him one of his teeth that have fallen out. Um, I've always absolutely despicable. They didn't stop the fight in between the fourth and fifth round. He just was getting absolutely demolished. And they said, nah, you can go back out there. We don't care about your teeth falling out. It was crazy. Did you bet against the guy who got knocked out in like 20 seconds by that big motherfucker? Uh, I don't think, I don't think I bet on that fight. That dude's, oh, um, that, that dude's, that dude's, yeah, that, and that dude is big. Yeah, I was going to bet on it, but the odds weren't good enough. I wasn't going to be able to win any money unless I wagered a shit ton. I should have okay. bet on the under, like, under one round. That would have been easy money. But mm-hmm. if you guys – if your teeth were getting literally knocked out of your head, but if you survived five more minutes, 
you would win like a hundred grand. Would you do it? Yeah, I work at a dentist. I was gonna say a hundred grand. That's that's a pretty good amount of money for someone like me. Well, you have uh, to make it. You you can't get knocked uh, out cold. Oh, I'd get knocked out. I can't fight worse shit. I play golf. Uh, you know, I can't. So fight. it's for five minutes or the additional time. You gotta survive the final five minutes of the fifth round. Oh well, I mean, no, I get my ass kicked. It's not gonna happen. I get my ass kicked. Would I like to? Yes, I just can't do it. Plus, How did I, spent, I get to the fifth round? <laughs> I also spent ten years in braces. I'm not doing that shit again. So, we all have siblings. If you were cornering for your sibling, and they were in that situation, would you throw in the towel or would you send them back out there for five minutes? <laughs> Their oh, teeth were getting kicked out. Oh, oh no! Send them out there. <laughs> oh, you're a fucking asshole. I just lived with my sister for. Too much. She, uh, Dude, I can go. Hey. <laughs> sorry, hey, sorry brother, sis, brother... but <laughs> go win some money. I mean, come on. It's, <laughs> it's ultimate fighting. Come on. Man, y'all are. Brother, so brother Parlay's just got his wisdom teeth out, so he probably can't even feel it if he got punched. Sure. <laughs> He's all up on are you willing to show us on the Zoom call if you go and do it and film it? <laughs> Um, I per- actually he he isn't home at the moment. He's getting ice cream with a friend, a friend, <laughs> friend, friend. Cool. Uh, so yeah, that was, I mean that's my that's my UFC roundup. I, I I'm we'll get him next here. week. I'm one for my last one. I'm fucking hot. I'm heating back up. The days of losing are over. I'm I'm back to win. One thing we have it now. I will say we. As in, I think mainly myself and Frankie and KBO betting. We've been on fire. Oh, oh yes. Us as a podcast, <clears throat> uh, The Godfather decided to choose The Wyvern <laughs> as our like oh, podcast God. team. They're fucking one in seven. They're hey, dead. Worst team in the, hey, worst team odds, in the league. Odds are worst, going up, are they worst not? Worst team in the league. Oh, my God. They're terrible. Just wait for them to go on a tear. They don't the score. They don't score season. any runs. There's been two shutouts the whole year, and they have both. They have both watch, of the zeros, I think. Watch them go on a 20-game <laughs> win streak to finish out the season. They're going to make us plenty of money. Don't worry. How many games are in this league? There's, of course. Do we even know that? I don't know. I hope it goes through the entire fall. We should get, we should get our research team on that. Yeah, we're going to have to take a look at that. But here, <laughs> here's a crazy stat for you guys. I've been just smashing overs in the case. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. What do you think the league – uh, batting averages. Take a guess. Oh man, the league batting average. For comparison's sake, I am going to look up the most MLB teams bat like two forty seven. The major league, the major league batting average is two forty eight. That's why. What did I just say? Two forty seven. Was the KBO three twenty? Yeah, I bet that the KBO is a little, maybe even closer to three fifty. Like I bet it's huge. There's so many runs scored. It's not even – it's crazy. Now, it's not that high, but it's 272. Oh, okay. That's almost oh. 30 points higher than Major League Baseball. Well, well they, they you kind of just made us talk that up like it was going to be something astronomical. Right, well, that's 270, yeah. It's yeah. 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 a good career. Yeah. Nine and a half runs combined per game. Right, that's, that's insane. What's the MLB average then? Like it, six? Yeah, it can't, it, there's no way it's – Anywhere near no way, no close to double digits. But some of these overs have been like eight and a half. So the average 
is yes. eating the lines that we I have. It's yeah. so easy to make money in the KBO. Yeah, I haven't I, – I, but I also haven't seen an over that's less than, like, eight and a half. Yeah. Like, I, like there's no – like, there's – Yeah. But, I've been on a couple, like, over 11s lately, too. And, like – and they – I think – I don't know if I've – any of the double-digit overs that I've been on, I think I've, I've won all four, maybe. Like, this league is so crazy. The top teams in this league right now, the NC Dinos, they've been – They'll make you so running. much money. They'll make Steph, you so much. Seven and one. Uh, the Lovers. low T, low T, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Giants, they're six and two. Uh, the, I know a couple of pills you can take for low T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the latte. The uh, Womb Heroes, they are six and three. So those are your teams to bet on, bet against. The Wyverns, as we said. We might have to pick a new team. No. I don't know if I could be associated. Stay the course. Stay the I'm course. Staying on. I'm staying on. Okay, I'll bet against them. I'll continue we're, to. Hey, we're Browns fans. And the, the KT Wiz, they're yeah. fucking one and seven as well. Yeah, I'm betting. Yeah, no, they're terrible. It was like those, there's just, those two teams just can't score, I guess. They, they just don't have any of, like, just – were they, like, the two expansion teams this year? Like, they're bad. They're, they're just – I don't know. I, I admittedly, I have not watched a at all. At, at a single pitch, not single pitch. Because I, I'm asleep when the games start. I go to work and then I get to work and I check the scores to see how my bets are doing. That's about all that I do, and I hope and pray that runs get scored. That's about it. But have you guys followed it? I know myself and Frank. We've been pretty much betting on all of it. John yeah. and. Uh, uh, Every night there's five games. I've only thrown a couple parlays in there, and I've hit on both ones I've taken uh, from your advice. So thank you for that. Uh, try and stay hot on them, but I'd like to get into a little bit more of this KBO betting. Yeah, it's fun. It's, looks like a gold mine. Don't worry. We'll have one. We'll tweet one out later after we record this. So uh, not that that's going to help anybody listening to this right now because it's a break. <laughs> before the game start but but if you miss it then maybe follow us on twitter at fade us pod exactly so that that's i mean that's a quick wrap up for the kbo we're about what a week week and a half in so plenty more of that to come we got a lot of sporting this weekend johnny bundesliga you are Mm -hmm. the self-proclaimed king of this what can we uh what can we look forward to beginning this weekend Wait, do we call him the – because it's the German league. Do we call him the German king? What What's a German king? It's a Kaiser, right? Well, I don't think he really fits – I don't think he really fits – No, he was, the, he was the Fuhrer. Let's call you the Fuhrer. Yeah, we'll go with that. So today, actually, the Bundesliga passed a rule that – Usually in soccer, you have three subs, but now they have five. Um, so originally, I had a conference call earlier with my fellow uh, soccer batters, and we are led to believe that this weekend is going to be a weekend for the overs, and then you can't really bet, like, home or away because there's no fans. So it's pretty much just you got to hammer the better team. Yeah. Um. But mainly, I think it's a weekend for unders. I mean, these guys haven't played competitive soccer. And, I mean, some teams haven't played in, like, over two and a half months because I know Germany has kind of like a winter slash spring break. 
Um, I know some teams, like some players, aren't coming back just because they're afraid to play too. Um, really, I mean, this weekend, honestly, it's going to be a coin flip. I think it's going to be kind of like a trendsetter. This weekend, it's more of like you feel out what should happen. I mean, like obviously better teams like Bayern Munich, who is one of the best in the world, or Dortmund, which is where American Christian Pulisic used to play. Like, those better teams, like, you can pretty much take it to the bank. They're going to win you money. But, like, middle-of-the-pack teams, like, this weekend's, this weekend is going to set up a lot for what uh, avid, like, soccer gamblers and gamblers in general uh, will follow as that season rolls on. So, um, I've looked at a couple games. Obviously, it all depends on lineups because I don't know which players are healthy or which players are even playing yet. Um, I assume those will come out sometime tomorrow. So I'll be sure to post all the games that I like on the uh, count on Saturday morning and then uh, jump in south, I believe. Not a geography major. Uh, side note, uh, Serie A, which is the Italian soccer league, came out and said that they are resuming their season on June 13th. So, um Italy is usually a catalyst for other countries to follow. Um, that's obviously huge. And, I mean, if anything else, it just makes France look like the cowardice, absolute loser country they are for shutting down all sport until, I believe, maybe like mid-September, even October. But, uh, yeah, you can expect some soccer bets on the account on Saturday morning or even tomorrow night. But, uh I'm excited because I have not I have not bet on the KBO. Honestly, I don't think I've placed a bet in like two months, which is probably a good thing. But uh, the itch is real, and I can't wait to play some bets this weekend. That's got to be a good sign that the Italian Serie A is going to resume play, or at least planning to, because we know how bad Italy was hit. If they're willing to come back in a few short weeks, uh, that's got to be a good sign for the rest of us. I would hope, at least. Yeah, I mean, there's one team that actually is the their captain. They, they were like, we don't want to play. They're not, they're not one of the common teams that, like, any, like, just, like, normal person would know of the big clubs. But he was like, yeah, we're just not going to come back and play. Like, we don't want to. There's too much of a risk. But that pretty much got overruled by the governing body of Italian soccer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, next up, obviously, which is the big one that a bunch of people are watching right now is uh, England because uh, their government has handled this uh, our homeland as well horribly um, they're, they're probably up there with the United States right now in one of the worst shapes in the world but I mean if England can't play then that might be the counterbalance to Italy um, in terms of just not having sport back so Italy's obviously stepping in the right direction but if England doesn't let if England doesn't come back then there, uh, there could be some issues for more European sports. Side note, speaking of Europeans, since both the Godfather and I are watching the 2012 Ryder Cup right now, I just want to take a second to say fuck Ian Poulter and fuck <laughs> Gio Garcia. Fuck 
Ian Poulter's hair, for, first of all, and he doesn't have the long shit coming out of the visor anymore, but he, yes, fuck both of them. And Rory. I don't like Rory. Yeah, fuck him too. Um, USA. Yeah, USA. Yeah, I missed this putt that happened almost 10 years ago, Ian. Well, he won this or not. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, this day, the Europeans won like every match. It was the greatest comeback in golf history and probably the worst collapse in golf history depending on the side you look at it so to us americans it's definitely the biggest collapse in golf history was the 2012 Ryder cup so honestly i don't know why i'm watching it it's kind of uh you know kind of like stabbing yourself i guess it sounds about right there is some golf we'll get to here in a minute i'll blow through these two things real quick uh nascar is back live this weekend nine races in six weeks so get ready and it's going to be wild, too, because they're not qualifying and they're not practicing. That's for sure this weekend, and I believe that's for the foreseeable future. So they're basically just basing starting positions off of owner's points. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, who comes to the front, uh, comers and goers, things like that, even more so than regular. I do have a couple of picks for the race on Sunday at Darlington. Really tough track, a lot, especially for a lot of young drivers. Kyle Busch plus 500. I think he's the favorite in the race. I'll take him. Um, if there's anybody that can adapt on the fly, can race with a bad car, make the best out of it, it's going to be him, probably the best driver out there right now. And then as a long shot, give me Eric Jones plus 1,400. He's run three times at Darlington, has three top tens, a win, and his average finish is 4.7. So he's really damn good at that track, too. So I like Eric Jones. And then real quick, one UFC pick. Like I said, I'm hot. Uh, Walt Harris is fighting Alistair Overeem in the main event this weekend in Jacksonville. Walt Harris, if you don't know, is the fighter that tragically lost his stepdaughter a couple months ago. There is absolutely no fucking way he's losing this fight. Not a chance. Uh, I see right now he's minus 150. He's the favorite. But take him via knockout. I'm telling you, he's not going to lose. There's absolutely no way he loses this weekend. He's won his last three fights by knockout. Not happening. Walt Harris, KO victory on Saturday. That's my pick for the UFC. Square, I don't want to be a dick, but did you just refer to being 1-9 as getting hot? Yeah. Um, no, I'm. I was zero and nine. You busted the slump. Well, you busted the slump. You were one and nine in your last ten. <laughs> one and zero. I'm, I'm, He's I was one and zero in his last one. No, you no. know. You get a couple more, you'll be on a winning streak. So let, let's let's keep it going, I guess. All right, and the last event really that's going on this weekend, we got golf back. Thank Woo! God. My <laughs> father, I think maybe your number one golfer in Ricky uh, Fowler. Him golf, and- golf clap for golf being back. Yeah. Him and Matt Wolf taking on Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy this weekend at Seminole Golf Club in Florida. It is the tailor-made driving relief match. It's a skins match where all the skins are going to go to charity. Um Rory and DJ are playing for the American Nurses Foundation, and Ricky and Matt Wolf are playing for the CDC Foundation. They actually have odds on this, believe it or not. Uh, Rory and DJ, they're minus 225, and Ricky and Matt Wolf, they're plus 170. 
I just I'm excited to watch some fucking golf. Right. Geez. Yeah, I'm honestly probably not even going to bet on it because the odds aren't that great. Uh, the smart money is obviously moving towards GJ and Rory. Uh, those two are just very, very dominant in the game. Uh, Wolf, Matt Wolf, he's come on the scene. He's been very good. Uh, he's got a couple wins under his belt. Ricky, he, you know, he, he thought he was going to come in. He was a little bit before Jordan Spieth, but he was winning around the same time. We, for a second there, thought it was going to be Ricky and Jordan there as this new little rivalry. Ricky's kind of fallen off in the last few years. I remember I picked him for one of my official picks on this pod for an event that he didn't even make the cut. He's kind of hard to gauge a little bit. Uh, as much as I like the guy, I just can't really put money on him right now because uh, Rory and DJ – uh, are just so good. Both of them uh, at one point have been the number one uh, golfer in the world. Uh, and DJ at least has come off a pretty good last couple of seasons. He was in contention for the PGA championship last May at Beth page. I think they're just, they're just a little bit better right now. So that's where the smart money is going to be for anyone who, you know, doesn't really know the game of golf. Most of the tournaments you'll watch on TV are going to be played as stroke play, which means the individual strokes of player, plays throughout the tournament is added up to their be their final score uh how many strokes under par they are uh over par whatever uh whereas skins match is match play where the hole is one and then you essentially get one point and once one person or one group in this case has more points than there are holes left that team wins uh when skins are involved that means there's obvious there's going to be money where the point for that hole coincides with how much money that hole is worth. So say they're playing $10,000 a hole. If uh, DJ and Rory win the first hole, they get that hole in $10,000. If the hole is halved, which means the hole is tied, uh, then the skin will carry over to the next hole where it will be worth $20,000. Or if it carries over to a third hole, 30000 So say they get the, the sixth hole and they're – even with each other, both teams are even with each other, that six hole is going to be worth $60,000. So just a little bit of information for anyone who might try and check out the uh, match that's going to be happening this weekend. Uh, if you haven't watched golf before, it can be a little bit more exciting than a lot of people let on. So definitely give it a try, especially when this is one of the uh, first sports we're getting back. So definitely check that out this weekend. If you do bet on it, the smart money is DJ and Rory. Uh, we'll all be rooting for Ricky. Uh, I just don't see that happening this time around. Are there any props to bet on this? Because I don't really like minus 225 for the, for Rory and DJ is eh. Yeah. I haven't checked it out. I'm sure you can find some, though. I There's always something. My first check, but then again, it's a little early. It's only We're recording this Thursday right. night, so right. there's still okay. a couple days up until the event. Um, so I'm not sure if they're going to put anything out. It would be pretty nice if we get some props. One thing I will say, if anyone's going to fold under pressure, DJ has just the capacity to choke self-destruction the worst possible times and he does it again and again and again now i would say typically fans would be heckling the hell out of rory and i could see him folding as well um but maybe ricky and matt wolf will talk a little shit maybe they'll get rory's uh, i don't know you're gonna you're gonna bring the fans into it but that's not gonna be an issue for this one exactly yeah there's gonna be no fans there so um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, like I said before, I'm really just excited to see the golf. Right. I don't know if I'll bet on it either. We'll have to see. I agree with what you said, Frankie. 
if some props come out, maybe then I'll throw some money on it. But yeah. uh, the odds aren't great right now. I should have let Sung Jay in play. Yeah, <laughs> Sung Jay. I bet on that fucker. <laughs> Absolute oh. dominance. Absolutely oh, dominating everybody. Um, we usually just wrap this up, you know, just a normal generic whatever way. But I did consume a couple Miller Lights this past week. Um, and I asked the Godfather to send me some words of inspiration why I should drink these beers when you know, I had four. I just poured one out despite the Godfather and Johnny Parlays, who's drinking a Miller Lite while we're recording this. And, you know, I said, but then I convinced him, tell me why I should pour these three into one big mug and, and drink them all at once. And, my words are not going to be able to do it justice. So all I'm going to say is thank you for listening. We appreciate all the support. And now please turn your attention to the Godfather for the most encouraging and most important words in today's world. On this pod, we've debated beer a lot and why you should drink one or the other and why the other person who drinks the other brand is a piece of shit scumbag that shouldn't be trusted. But in these times, you should be able to drink whatever you want and whatever you have because it doesn't matter what beer you like. What matters in this world is that we all stick together. We create so much hostility in this world with those that we do not agree with, whether it be left or right, red or blue, black or white. All we have in this world is togetherness. And what brings people together getting absolutely rip-roaring drunk on a Tuesday night. I'm looking at you, Eldrick Schlong. It doesn't matter what brand is in your mug, but what is in your heart. And in these times, togetherness must be in your heart. Now slide those down your gullet, whether it be for Miller or Coors, not for Michelob or Bud, but for us. For all of us waiting for that day we can all utter the words, yeah, keep that tab open. Keep that tab open for America.